Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Back here on Cody and Gold, 11 o'clock hour, hanging out on a Wednesday. Alex Gold, Cody Tap, Nick Short with you. A reminder, coming up around 11.45, we'll head out to Arrowhead. You'll hear from Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. They get set to take on the Jags at Arrowhead. Cody's favorite noon kickoff uh, on Love Sunday. It. By the way, I did see that egg salad sandwich is still in the. Oh my gosh! Hey, the, the, area. the offer still stands. If you are willing to shave, because it's no shave November, oh, and you, it's you terrible. You don't like the way your beard is growing in. Whatever you want to call it is growing in. <laughs> I wouldn't call it and a beard. It's not. It's not. And and you said, can I get out of this in any way? And I think after our egg salad or egg sandwich discussion from the break room, that's the key. If you want to eat that on the air. All of it, then you can go ahead and you're all allowed of it? to shave. Well, I take a bite. No, 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 all of it. I had a meeting. I very briefly met with someone important in this building today. Oh yeah, with my face looking like this. <laughs> did that? Did I help your cause? I you pre-apologized for it. But you apologized and said, "Hey, dude, this is there's just no way I you could." Like. Yes, correct. You said that. Yes. Okay. Said, ah, sorry. You know that no shave November thing, and apparently everyone else can grow a beard, but yeah, Nick doesn't look any Not different. Me. How do you all? think this will look? In three weeks. You'll start to notice with my mustache. I don't know. How much better or worse will this look in three weeks? I think at least it'll look better because right now it's like, so. it just looks like you've been lazy as hell. And you just have given up. Right now it looks like you've just given up. It looks like you've given up. So I think it might look better in a couple. You and I are. are, I feel like I have to dress nicer, dress like this. Like I uh, almost put on a shirt with buttons today. So it looks like I haven't given up because when you go like track pants or a hoodie, then it just looks. Yeah. You look like Adam Sandler on a New York City street. And I don't have the kind of money. To be pretending like I just don't care. Now, what do you think? Next week, next Monday, you and I are doing an event with Creed Humphrey uh, Monday night, and we were hosting something. So you're gonna you're not shaving, right? Two things next week I'm hosting. So you're not are you you're gonna currently I'm not shaving okay. unless I want to cave and eat that okay. egg salad sandwich. I like, I like or you guys of, have some other thing. Oh my gosh! I barely even touched the mic. <laughs> All right, <laughs> hands. At, oh. Hey, sit on your hands. I the talk rest with of the my hands. We need the damn shock absorber on this mic. I barely even touched it. But I managed to not Remember, touch my uh, mic ever. Do you guys ever have that happen in grade school when you were like, got in trouble for something and the teachers would make you sit on your hands? Um, I didn't have that problem, Nick. That sounds like a you thing. Okay, well, whatever. Let's go ahead and skim past that. <laughs> Gold, you have to sit on your hands the rest of the show. I talk with my hands, man. Yeah, I, that's the issue, man. That's, that's the problem, man. That's the issue. Sitting on your hands will prevent uh, that you know, for the rest of the show. You, we need to get you a headset. 
Like like they use for like a play by play. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> you know, uh, Bills head coach Sean McDermott is speaking to the media. He's calling Josh Allen's elbow injury day to day. Of course, that's of course. And when asked you're... if he is going to play this week, he says, "We'll see." <laughs> wow, <laughs> wait, we got a so, lot of a lot of insight there. Thank you. Ian Rappaport's report was that it's something he can play through, probably. But you know how he responds this week will really be a determinant. You know, so honestly. I don't think there's going to be any clarity this week on what's going on with Josh Allen's elbow. And I think we'll get a better answer on where his elbow is the next time he plays and then see how he feels on a Monday after he spends an entire time throwing with it. It's clearly going to bother him. There's almost no way to not to assume that that's at least the case. Someone says, line up your neck and cheeks. At least look a thousand times cleaner. See here, they don't haven't seen a photo of you yet. So I'm with you. That's line what, I, in what I've way? been lining up my neck. There isn't enough of the it, cheeks to line up. That's correct. That's what I was. I have to say. let it all grow in. I, There's I, no lining y- up yeah. anything over there. The, te- the text line is correct. I mean, for me, that's right. I've I've cleaned up the neck and the cheeks while we're doing No Shave November, and it makes it look a lot better. But you don't even have enough. He doesn't have enough to do that yet, guys. It's it yeah, is guys. It's just creepy slash lazy. Look. It looks like it looks like I've just given up. Like, this is how you would assume I'd look and be like, Cody, are you having trouble at home? You're going through some, like, if you didn't know I was doing it for this, you would just assume I was going through some, like, life stuff. Like, man, he's, he's, like, not he's, not, he's just letting himself kids go. Mu- kids must be sick. He's not getting a lot of sleep. Just giving up on life. All of that. Yeah. It's not good. The, the, the Josh Allen news, though, in all seriousness, like, that, I, I think we really won't know until, yeah. until Sunday against Minnesota. A, is he play? And I, I would lean towards he is going to play. Kind of feels like that way. Gonna, it sounds like he wants to play through it. It sure seems as though they're going to let him try to play. And then let's say he plays and it really is and impacting play. his performance in that way. Then that might be a situation where he has to miss some time. But I, I told you, for me, I look at their schedule. And, and I think knowing that they've got three divisional games coming up in a couple of weeks. So they, they go to Minnesota or take on Minnesota this week. And then it's the Browns, and then it's the Lions. Okay, three non-divisional opponents. Then you have three huge games in the division where you haven't won a game yet. Yeah, against against the Patriots, Jets, and Dolphins coming up after that. So the Jets just beat you. They did. So to me, that's where you got to make sure that that elbow is as quote unquote right as possible by the time you you get to those divisional games again. So if you think there's no way he can hurt it more, then yeah, then then you play him, and so. Right now, I'm not surprised they're saying he's day-to-day. They weren't going to rule him out today unless they knew he was going to have to have, like, surgery or something. This is interesting. The, the Ringer put – they did an update to an article that we talked about in the offseason, which was the all-in rankings, right? How they did their index scoring for a variety of ways of who is, from the cap, from the trade perspective, how they drafted, the most all-in as a franchise. The problem for the Bills is they're still eighth on this list. Because they signed Von Miller, because they were aggressive in the draft, because they've made trades and have paid players big money. They are really all in this year. And as a result of that, if they come up short, next year they'll be even more all in, which means even less variance, in my opinion, of making a single bad contract, a single bad draft decision and making those. By the way, their updated rankings are interesting because it still points to a really great thing. The Chiefs are in great shape. I know it's hard to say, talk to me about this year's team and how they're going to do. But for the next five years, in my opinion, there is no NFL team in better position than the Chiefs. They have their star quarterback, they have their star coach, and they have not had to forfeit or mortgage everything they're doing or all about in order to accomplish it. They redid this, by the way, after the trade deadline. A good time to do it. You're probably not going to be shocked to find out Miami is number one. 
Miami, who made a huge swing in the draft, had made a huge mm-hmm. swing trade, and then went and traded for yet another player in Bradley Chubb and gave him a bunch of money. They're number one. But every other team on this list right now, they're not a real threat. Three of the the other three AFC West teams are in the top 12. The Raiders stink. The Broncos are awful. The Chargers are the men holding on. I'll give them this. They're not bad. They've been holding on. But it just feels like they're constantly just holding on. They still have the Chiefs after all of this as 24th in their ranking list. So you and, and yeah, it's just with so, them and a bunch of other bad teams, which is fantastic news. It is. And and when you have won the division as much as the Chiefs have, and when you've dominated the AFC as much as the Chiefs have for the last four years hosting four straight AFC title games, that will cause that reaction in the AFC. I mean, I would argue there's two teams in football that have caused this all-in approach. It's the Rams and what they've done in the NFC by being all-in themselves, more than we've really ever seen a team be all-in, and then the reaction to the Chiefs' domination of the AFC. That has led to this all-in approach. And you're right. The great thing about Kansas City and why they are in a beautiful spot is in a year where it was perceived that they weren't quite as all-in, although you should be to a certain extent anytime you have Patrick Mahomes, but in a year where everybody was like, oh, maybe they take a step back, they are right where they have been. They are 6-2. and two. They're leading their division. They're in position still to be the number one seed. And because they're being patient and not giving out some of the crazier contracts at this point, and they'll get to a point again with their cap situation where they can go and pay top dollar, truly top dollar again. But they're being patient, and you're right. It's going to pay off if you fast forward about two years from now. They're going to be in a great spot compared to where the Bills are financially and everybody else in this AFC West. And even, for that matter, the Miami Dolphins, eventually, if Tua is that guy, which it looks like he is, they're going to have to pay him here in about a year or so. So Kansas City is in a great spot in a year where seemingly they were going to have to do what they've done, and yet they're still the third or fourth best odds to win the Super Bowl in football, if not actually the second best odds to win in football. Like to not have to sink because every, and I guess that's probably, look, this is the benefit of having Patrick Mahomes. You don't have to do what other teams have done. And the benefit, as you said, of winning the Super Bowl already. Because if you had Patrick Mahomes and you had won a Super Bowl, something tells me they'd be a little higher on this index list. We'd be talking a lot more about Odell. There'd be other conversations we would be talking about them needing to do that from a roster perspective don't need to be done more. But they would need to be done more because of the pressure of trying to get this right. Maybe the more encouraging thing, even than where Kansas City is, because I think they're the best position team in the entire NFL. Look at the teams around them in the all-in index. Patriots, Jets, Lions, Bears, Seahawks, Falcons, Giants, and Texans. A lot of those teams have work. The Ravens, the only reason they're low on that list, is because they haven't decided whether to pay Lamar Jackson or not. Because the second they do that, they're about to skyrocket. Can you give me the top five teams again, Cody? They are the Dolphins, Rams, Browns, 49ers, and Saints. Think about how many of those teams have a chance to even win a Super Bowl. Well, I was just going to say overpaid oh, yeah. for their guys. And that, to me, is, is really what we're talking about here, which is that whether it was talked about beforehand or it just played out because that was sort of their mindset, the Chiefs refused to overpay for guys. They did not hand out a bloated contract just because they needed to get this guy or that guy. Like, they could have done it with Tyreek Hill, and it's tough to argue with the production, but the Chiefs decided we're not going to be a part of this market reset for some of these players. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. And and then there's also some teams that just have aging veteran quarterbacks that know that 
this is what they have to do. For example, the Saints, why they're on that list, they knew when they kept Breeze for that extra year or so at the end, they knew that they were going to eventually have to pay for their cap issues. And now they're paying for it. They're paying for it. The Bucks are going to, whenever, ninth on this when, list, when, by the when way. Brady retires after this year, whenever, right? They're going to be screwed financially for a couple of years. They knew that, but they're, they're in a spot where it made sense, right? They want to ring with Tom Brady. It paid off. You have some other teams that, that don't have the aging quarterback and they're still paying uh, to this level and they may not have anything to show for it. And that's, again, that's why you're in a really good spot. So if you're Kansas city, that to Nick's point again about overpaying, you didn't overpay. And yet you're still in just as good of a spot as all those teams is, that had to go all in in that way. In the, in the, the teams who really went for it is the only team who got definitively better Miami. The bills are still great, but they were great before the, the amount of all in they went this off season maybe made them uh, minutia better because we talked about with Von Miller, but they were already great. Miami is the only team that took a big leap in taking the big swing. Rams got worse. Bucks got worse. Yeah. I mean, Miami is shaping Broncos up got be... worse. They took the biggest swing of the off season. No they doubt. got worse. No doubt. Yeah. The quarterback, if you, if you, if you take a big swing at quarterback and it backfires, you're, you're screwed. And listen, the thing is like, we can criticize these teams that did go all in. That's part of the job. If you're a GM, is if you feel like you at well, some Bauer's point, been doing the opposite and getting his exactly ass kicked. Exactly, like the, some of the comments he made yesterday were so stupid when he was talking about, well, if I would have drafted a quarterback and this would have happened, then you guys would have crushed me for that. And he said, well, you guys crushed me for not taking wide receivers. Now our yeah, we're talking about just for Chris Bauer with the Colts. Just yeah, to make sure everybody it was knows. it was a kooky press conference when he's like, oh, and then uh. You guys were kicking the bleep out of me for not drafting receivers. It's a, yeah, that's the job, man. You have to take risks and make swings in the draft and free agency. It's why that job is so fickle, but it's part of the job. So you can criticize these teams, but like in the case of the Broncos, Russell Wilson was available. You had to get him. Now you didn't have to give him that massive contract. Yeah, nobody faults him for the trade itself at the time. That made sense. It's just why'd you pay him? You, you had two years extension. left. Yeah. Two cheap years left. Could have done so many other things. What would have happened, by the way, if they'd given up all those draft assets, assets and he paid like this? Would they have just got him? Oh, they, well, then you then we'd be saying, oh, if he doesn't improve by next year, then, yeah, they're just going to have to cut him. They wouldn't be screwed till 2026. Do you guys know? I mean, that, they still wouldn't have any draft assets, but, yeah. Would some other team trade for Russell Wilson? No. no. He's untradeable. Dude, another team traded for Carson Wentz. His not con- now. Now, no. Oh, I'm oh, just saying oh. they hadn't oh, well, signed yeah. him the contract. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some other team you would have traded for him okay. still, right? Yes. They'd have been like, that's a Denver problem, not an us problem. Sure. Here's Russell Wilson. I thought you were saying trade him now. Was that was part like, of the deal with Russell Wilson? Was he not willing to be traded unless he got that contract know. extension? His agent, I'm sure, pushed for it big time. Yeah, I'm sure when <laughs> he got there, he'd be like, hey, let's lock this thing up. Russ wants to play here until he retires. I mean, you want that too, obviously. You're looking for a quarterback. Let's just do this. And the Broncos at the time... I'm sure thought there's no way this is going to really backfire. Maybe those last two years will be a little bit rocky, but we're going to be competing for Super Bowls. And instead, he has been the least value. I don't They don't do this, obviously. You can't bet on this in Vegas. But if there was a vote, like a Razzies for the NFL, and they made NFL writers also vote on the least valuable player, Russell Wilson would win the award. He would win it this year. He'd be the, he'd be the odds-on favorite. Oh, in relation to He's never gotten yeah. an MVP con, uh, vote. But he'd get some least valuable player uh, votes, wouldn't he? He's been the worst player for his team. He consistently drags them down. They have a top five scoring defense in the NFL and have had for a majority of this season, and they're awful. Coming up at 1145, Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, you'll hear them live 
on 610 Sports Radio. Let's get to the trash of the day. Trash of the day. All right, we go to Texas for this one. And Cody, you're the only homeowner on this show. And we had talked about your prior home and your current estate that estate. you have and the multiple decks uh, that you Many have. Decks. The cabin and, yeah, in the ca- Colorado. The cabin in Colorado and all these. There's anything to do. I don't and, own and, that. And all these things. And, you know, you're moving into a house that someone else lived in. Maybe there's some things that are left behind. Maybe you're like Cody and your Facebook friends with the person bought your house and you're stalking them still. Things like that. Um, Normal stuff. Yeah. So there's a Texas homeowner that says there's ghosts that have taken over a rental property. And look, the, the idea that there's some paranormal activity maybe going on, at a, it, it's something we've heard okay. time and time again. But what maybe you haven't heard is that a Texas woman has made a discovery at the rental home, and she claims that they're not just ghosts. Okay? It's the type of ghost. She says the home has many different types. We've got kid ghosts. We've got old people ghost, we've got old guy ghost, and we've got hookers. She says there are Excuse me. She says there are hooker ghosts. She went on to say, quote, the most common type of ghost that comes around here are hookers. Male renters said she have been she has been told they have felt somebody stroking their face and stroking their arm or touching their shoulder. I don't know if that's that's all they're stroking at this point, but that's what she mentioned in the article. There are hooker ghosts. Do you do you buy into this? Um, she did say the good thing, Cody, about a hooker ghost was that you don't have to pay it. Well, that objectively is not a hooker then. That's just a that's, sexually active ghost. That's just what she said, you know? <laughs> that's a good point. Like, she says that's right. The, the, hooker the, has to get paid. That's you know how this whole, I don't want to use the term hooker anymore. That comes with negative connotations. What would you like to use? A prostitute. So it says... Uh, they try lady they, of the they, night they being they being the hooker ghost try to stir up business but they can't figure out a way to conclude the transaction so nothing ever happens oh so they are looking for money they just can't figure out the way in order to get it what about escort or gigolo do you prefer those nick <laughs> i feel like gigolos for men <laughs> Well, you did one specifically for women. She didn't specify that it's just women. True. Well, I said, said lady the, of the night. The, that's uh, lady. You need one that's uh, gender neutral. That, that would be oh, jiggle. Okay, well, yeah. escort then. <laughs> the, the Hill House Manor owner said a ghost followed a renter home one time, but eventually got tired. She said hmm. she told the man to tell the ghost to come home, and they did. She came back up here, and now the rental home has been a popular spot in recent months for paranormal investigators. Staying the night to try to figure out if the alleged phenomenon of hooker ghosts is a real thing. Um, I mean, news. look, if ghosts I don't are real, think it's then, a real thing. If ghosts are a real thing, then presumably people who how, used to act in that you, profession. How could do you also pay? Be. How do you pay well, an escort ghost? Well, that's what she's saying is that there, there ultimately there's no completion of, of your the soul. Tra- no completion of the uh, of the. Oh, of the, it's like a metaphysical payment <laughs> yeah, of the transaction. Yeah. What are the other choices? Be like, I'll hit you up when I get there. You don't think ghosts? Like, then it has to be like a King Tut situation. I'm about to be buried with some of my stuff. You don't think the ghosts have desires, Nick? <laughs> <laughs> they have needs that, that need to be think, fulfilled. You don't think they have that? They can't hit up other ghosts? Yeah, you know what? They want with- something they can't have, Cody. All right? <laughs> like you know many what? Of us. <laughs> we need to keep human and ghosts separate when it comes to sexual relations. It's just going to get too messy. 
There, there have to have been. Just because it doesn't fit your societal norm? Haven't, haven't, huh? wasn't there some, didn't we do Trash of the Day last year where a woman married a ghost? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> I do think so. Yeah. Uh-huh. She said that like it was the best. How do you think they met? How do you think they met? How do you think they met? That's what it was. Remember, you were reading, and she said it's the best sex of her life. Yeah. How do you think they met, Nick? Probably at this mansion. How do you think that relationship started? Got to know each other. Yeah. (laughs) Found out there was more to it. It started as a physical relationship, but then progressed. Yeah. Became emotional. Gold. If you start talking about dating ghosts, well, don't worry. Don't worry. worry. Start getting worried about you. I I won't. I won't. You think Gold's coming in one day and be like, you know what? I met a really (laughs) sweet girl. She's really nice. She understands me. Um, when can we meet her? Well, that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Quick problem. Look, I don't know. Honestly, that would be better than the people who like pretended like date their cars and stuff. Like if it were that, we have had some like, trash like, days. I, involved I, something, in that. something would tell me that I would prefer that you said you were dating a ghost. Mm-hmm. Because at least in your mind, that used to be a person. So I'm gonna yeah. take that as a as a, as a general win. Mm-hmm. I don't know how we go from this to that. We're talking Josh Allen. Since you've had your house, have you ever felt there's different energy in the house, Cody? I have not. Also, I think I don't think anyone died in our house. It was built in like the 80s. What would you do? Stop, 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 stop right there. You just said you don't think anybody's died in your house. It was built in the 80s, as if that prevents 40 years ago. That that prevents (laughs) that prevents any crime from being committed in the house. Nobody's died. Three owners. There's only three owners. And they all moved out. Gold. I don't, well, as, you, as you know, nobody's died in the last 40 years. So. <laughs> Since I was in the 80s, this doesn't happen anymore. Like a house has to be built in the 1800s for someone to have died there. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> no, but I feel like it'd be more likely that somebody would have been living in it when they died. Eh, I think it can happen in any time. Well, I'm telling you <laughs> that when you buy a house, they give you like a, you know, like they, you they can promise that nobody ever. No, you can that, find out how the, many owners it's had. Sure. Like before car, us, there were, the car. there were three people who owned our house before ours that you know of. And at least the last two I know are alive. So I guess I just assume that the third one also didn't die in the house. Huh? Yeah. I mean, that's, but you don't feel any, like you, you don't think there's anything going on. Your kids haven't said they think there's no, somebody. My kids there. have never said anything about seeing ghosts. Someone said Although they're currently into like, from- Literally being ghosted. God, the breakup seems like it'd be way easier. I mean, right? Yeah, ghost someone when you're an actual ghost? I would I would think so. I would think that's definitely the case. We'll get to the Chiefs Red Half Hour coming up in about seven minutes oh, hold or on. so. Before, that sounds like somebody getting ready to go to break. But good news, Yeah, we, it is time to go to break. I, um, no, it's time to go to break. We already asked, well, you know, the drive asked us a question yesterday. They, they did. Had, they all brought us on. They brought in all the station notes. They asked one question. We liked that. Yep. I liked that. Nick and I liked that they did that. I, that like, they I asked, did like it. Yeah. That they asked one question about whether or not Baltimore or Miami were the bigger threat. They called all of us. So we thought, as a show, all of us, I think, including you, whoa, whoa, whoa. thought that we could do this. No, so I like going on the drive yesterday, but I, why are we calling people? Because we just want to ask them a real quick question. Gut Dusty response. Just, about, yeah. about what? Gut response. We didn't even tell them what we were going to ask ahead of time. Oh, gosh. Gut response. So that's all. So now we're going to bring on Dusty Likens. Dusty, quick question. Who'd you vote for? The best possible candidate at the right possible time. Okay, that's Dusty Likens. Great answer. Right, you're just asking people who they voted for? That's that's the question you needed there, to desperately ask? Is there, is there anything wrong with that? Yeah. I have a problem with that? I, did, I didn't think we were going to do that today. Why? It's the biggest story in the world I right now. I didn't think we were going to do that. Huh. Okay. Do, do you feel comfortable telling us who you voted for? We could ask you, too, if you want. Yeah. Do you or feel you could help out? us Is that ask what it people? is? I'm not going to ask anybody on the show. So you're refusing to participate? 
Yeah. So is this because we didn't tell you about it ahead of time? Both. Well, we're a team. We all work way, on everything together. All the way around. I don't think that's the, the best thing. For, Either way, for even if you don't today. know, I think that you're uh, coming up you're next. A proxy. We this. will get to the Chiefs Red Half Hour. And there's eight teams within a game and a half of something in the AFC, but there's really only three that matter. I'll tell you who they are next. You're listening to Cody and Gold, brought to you by Casey Bobcat. Rent or own from Casey Bobcat. In Blue Springs, Olathe or Tracy. On 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Get your fantasy lineup set with Paul Charchian every Thursday at 1 o'clock. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Chiefs Kingdom. This is Mitch Holtis, and welcome in to the Chiefs Red Half Hour on Cody and Gold. Every day at 1130 on your official broadcast partner, the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. It is the Chiefs Red Half Hour brought to you by Greenway Ford. It's a new day, a new way at the all-new Greenway Ford. Coming up in about 12 minutes or so, we'll head out to Arrowhead. You'll hear from Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. And, uh, of course, get a little update, make sure everybody's healthy in regards to uh, the, the game from Sunday. I know after the game, Andy mentioned that, you know, Jalen Watson just kind of got something in his eye. We'll, we'll find out, make sure that is still actually uh, the case for Jalen Watson. We know uh, after trading Rashad Fenton, I was like, you, can't, you can't, really can't afford for some of those young guys to get injured in the secondary, but it seems like they came out of the game pretty healthy. We'll hear from Andy Reid on that, and I'm sure he'll be asked about uh, going up against Doug Peterson, although they've coached against each other since he left. I mean, Doug Peterson was in Philly for a couple of years, so it's not the first time that Andy and Doug Peterson are, are coaching against each other. No, but it also they, they had such an interesting dynamic because it seemed like Andy was fine to not have Doug Peterson here anymore, too. And that job lined up because Andy still had good things to say about him. It felt like those things crossed at the same time. And for a while, we thought it was a bigger deal because we thought Doug Peterson got a Super Bowl before Andy. Right. After all that time. But <laughs> then Andy got his, so it felt like some of that steam fell off a little bit. And Andy's never had the record or had enough guys like we talk about with Bill Belichick, where it's like, well, Bill Belichick is 112 all time against anybody who used to coach on his staff. And he puts a lot of good coaches in the NFL. Several of them have beat him. Hell, McDermott beat him earlier this year and used to be on his staff. So it doesn't feel like all that. A lot of with uh, the interest I have in Doug Peterson is 
Is he actually going to make Jacksonville competitive over the next couple of years? First three weeks, everybody thought, man, wow, look what he's done. And then they kind of came back down to earth. Trevor Lawrence started to have some issues. But then last week was an impressive come-from-behind win against the uh, the Las Vegas Raiders, who were up 17 nothing, I think it was, on the Jags. And then uh, they, they got things figured out. Great halftime adjustments. So the Chiefs take it on the Jags. Uh, depending on where you look, can't see like 9.5-point favorites, 10-point favorites. The line has kind of moved around throughout the week. We'll focus in on that later on. And, of course, uh, tomorrow night on that betting show. But the AFC has about it's eight teams within one and a half games from the top record. Therefore, the number one seed in the AFC. But I still only think there's three teams that can be the number one seed. Now, it's more than I thought before the season. I said, oh, there's two. <laughs> it's Kansas City and it's Buffalo. Uh, the East is Part of me wonders if you've got the- Baltimore in there because how high you were on them last year. Oh, high on the heading into this year. And I- this year. But, yeah, but you didn't think they were going to be the one seed. You just thought they were going to win. Last year, you thought they had a chance to be... I think again, one of the better teams yeah. in the AFC. Yeah, and then they had all these and all these injuries last year derailed everything. And that was my thought on Baltimore heading into the season that they're going to get guys healthy, and they are still one of the best teams in the AFC. Thought there was value on them at twenty to one to win the Super Bowl this year, as a matter of fact. But I think it's Buffalo, Kansas City, and Baltimore, the three teams that can really be the number one seed in this picture. And looking at the AFC East, it's tougher than we thought, which is hurting Buffalo and putting more pressure on them. But even and now we learn that, you know, Josh Allen, it's not doesn't seem like they're going to shut him down for the season. They're going to monitor this elbow and see how it impacts his performance with the sprained elbow injury. So they're still there. And I think because the East is so competitive, if Buffalo's not the number one seed, then I think the number one seed is going to Kansas City or the Baltimore Ravens coming out of the AFC North. I don't believe it'll be another team in the AFC sneaking up because I think they're going to beat up on each other. The same way I thought that that was going to happen in the AFC West. I, I thought, man, the Chiefs, it'd be awfully tough, man, for them to be a one seed heading into the season. because now you don't feel that way because the, the West looks like a joke. And it's except the for the two teams. And it's, to me, it's just it, what's going on in the East is what we thought was going to go on in the AFC West. But you still think the Bills can get the one? Because you didn't think yep. that you thought that the Chiefs, you didn't think that they had no chance to get the one. But you thought, boy, their ability to get it is severely impacted. Because of the division, yeah. Because of the division. Why do you feel that way about the Bills? Because we're nine now week ten. Further of this, into the we're, season. We're ten weeks of the season, and the Bills are still the number one seed. Because if I had and told you the other division. Over the Chiefs. Yeah, but they're 0-2 in their own division. Yeah, they could still lose their division for the same reasons you were pointing out. I mean, I would about argue the Chiefs before the I know, season. Goes. I know we don't think, and I know you declared the division over in week two. I did. But the That's Chiefs, I, I trust me, I, I think the Chiefs are winning this division. But I can say, I can give you the same answer, other than the Chiefs have the tiebreaker right now over the Chargers. The Chiefs are only one game up on the Chargers. We act. I think sometimes yeah, but the Bills act, are only we, a game we, and a half I, up on the last place team. They got I, three I teams coming at them. I understand that. Well, that's that's exactly why it's more competitive in that division. But I, I think the the. Where we talk about this right the second is that the Chiefs have like this five game lead, like they're the Vikings in the NFC North sure. over the Packers. Chiefs still, if they slip up one game, like they lose, if the Chiefs lose head to head to the Chargers, they're tied. Yeah. I mean, that, that quickly. I don't think that's going to happen, but like we got to recognize that it's not just this cakewalk to the AFC West title for Kansas City. I understand that there are still some roadblocks because the Chargers haven't slipped up is in the loss column as much. They obviously haven't looked nearly as impressive as people thought they might be in there, which means maybe they're like Cincinnati. They solve it all, and then the records come out of there. There are nine teams competing for seven playoff spots. So of those teams that are game and a half inside the top spot, someone's not going to make the postseason. I think we can pretty safely start with the Jets, right? And I then you see. really have to kind of make your decision between the Chargers, the Patriots, Cincinnati, like the Titans, and the Titans are going to win their division. Yeah. So some of these are most people would say most people would say, well, it's the Jets and the Patriots. That would be like the the easy 
majority answer that people would give you. It's like, oh, what are the two teams that are most likely not to be there at, at the end of it? And they, most people would probably give you those two teams. That would probably be the most popular answer. Oh, well, the Jets and the Patriots. But if I made you choose a different one, you say one of those teams is going to make it because that doesn't seem insane to me. Who are you kicking out? Because that's really what it comes down to. The and Jets, you, because I, I mean. No, you, but I'm saying if the Jets and the Patriots, I'm only allowing you to eliminate one. One of them sneaks through and makes the postseason. Who's the other team? Because then you have to choose Cincinnati or the Chargers or the Ravens or the Dolphins. Yeah, but I mean, because no, I, I don't I, I necessarily I'll think play that, along, but I, I don't actually have to do that because the two teams that there's seven teams make the playoffs. So I, I think the Jets and the Patriots are the two that maybe don't make it. Sure. I understand. Yeah. I, <laughs> like, I don't, I don't like you're asking me to like, Hey, take other than those two teams, who's not going to make it. Now you're asking me to eliminate three teams from the playoffs. I don't, there, there, there's not a third team. I think like before the season even started, I thought the Chargers and Patriots actually were going to be wildcard teams. So like, I, I think it's shaping up that way. The jets, I don't believe are going to end up being in the playoffs when it's all said and done. And you're right on the Titans. We both now believe they're so going to win. So you're just saying a- we already know the playoff field. Then I think you're not have, even willing to entertain I th- anybody. Else. I think we have a good idea. Do you think the dolphins aren't going to make it? The, play- the playoffs? You think the Jets make it over no, there? I think the Dolphins make it. They're undefeated with two as a right. quarterback. Right, and so she's like... The Chargers are the one that I would still... Or Cincinnati. Cincinnati has no Jamar Chase right now. They're 5-4. and four. They sometimes look awesome, and other times... That's the thing. I've seen... Don't. How often have we said the Chargers look awesome? How often have we said the Patriots look awesome? You know, whereas, like, you're right, Cincinnati, we still have had those moments. Oh, yeah. No, and that's fair. Like with the Chargers, I don't know that there's been a single game where I'm like, wow. But they're weird because it, despite the injury, I don't even call it injury luck because this is just what they are in L.A. with the Chargers and, and their injuries. Despite all that, again, they're one game back, a game and a half, I guess, back of Kansas City in the AFC West. And that's what's a little nerve-wracking only is that they haven't looked good at all. Their offense throws the ball 50-plus times down the field, but they don't, throw, they don't throw the ball past seven yards despite having Justin Herbert these days. They don't have Mike Williams. Keenan Allen's been in and out. They got the O-line injuries, and yet they still are there. That's, that's, they keep the, that's the kind of the scary thing about the Chargers. They've managed to hold on to their spot. I mean, I really think that probably what you would do at that point is just go straight strength of schedule, and New England has the second highest remaining strength of schedule. That's bad for them. And Cincinnati has the ninth highest remaining strength of schedule. The Jets have 10th. So, I mean, I understand why you would think or immediately jump to those teams. But, I, you know, like Miami's just too good. Miami's going to make the postseason. I think you can probably firmly square up that the AFC playoff field is Chiefs, Bills, Ravens, Titans, for sure. Those four teams are in it. There's no question. I think Miami is too good. That's five. It's the other two spots that if you wanted to tell me that the Jets or the Patriots find some way to dumb up enough wins, especially because the Patriots and Jets will beat each other too. Like they're not, you know, like someone's going to beat, they're going to get wins against each other hypothetically, right? They have to because they're going to play each other. Someone probably will come up with enough wins and one of those teams that is better than the Patriots and the Jets will end up getting left out. My hope is that it's the Chargers because if, you know, Justin Herbert will only be getting what healthier as the season goes on. I'd prefer to not see what their offense looks like healthy. Because you're right. They might be running the most boring offense in the NFL. Coming up next, we're going to head out to Arrowhead. You're going to hear from Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes right here on 610 Sports Radio. Cody and Gold, brought to you by KC Bobcat. Rent or own from KC Bobcat in Blue Springs, Olathe, or Tracy. Don't miss Nate Taylor for the latest insights on the Chiefs. Every Tuesday at 1 o'clock, right here on your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.